Well, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Cody, and this is another episode of Kingdom Family Talks, and I'm sitting with the one and only Leif Hetland. Hello, hello, Cody. <laughs> hey, Leif. <laughs> um, today we are just going to be talking about a lot of things. Leif has been out of the office. He's been traveling, and um, you've been in the you've been in Indonesia, and you've also been in the Philippines. Um, but first. We had an amazing weekend. This last weekend was Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and uh, I wanted to hear about your holiday. I wanted to hear about family. How did everything go? Um, did you get to see kids, family, all that? Yeah, it was it was a good time, especially after being in Southeast Asia, and we just landed a little jet lag. Yeah. That uh, the highlight was to be able to have all of the family around. I mean, just that is. Uh, uh, I, I get so so grateful when I see my son Leif Emanuel. He came in from Nashville, uh, just just for the day actually, and then uh, yeah, all of us we were gathered together. We went down to my in-laws with like an old tradition mm. in Columbus, Georgia, and hanged out with uh, the larger part of the family. And yeah. and I think that's one of my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's first of all it is family, and the second of all it is the food. And yeah. my mother-in-law she makes this broccoli casserole that is just to die for. My mm. wife makes pretty much as good as my mother-in-law. <laughs> that it is just. I remember the first Thanksgiving I had uh, twenty-nine years ago mm. at my mother-in-law's place, and we were having the turkey and and that broccoli casserole and much much more food but that's kind of the one mm -hmm. that stands out and uh, but then this whole weekend we've been watching hallmark <laughs> these romantic movies my wife yep. and i've been sitting there yep. and even last night just with the dogs with, uh -huh. the, with the two beautiful uh, bostons we're sitting on the sofa and just very very sweet movies feeling yeah. the season mm. just overwhelmed by gratitude of uh, everything from the place we get to live the house we get to stay in to yeah. the country we're a part of and mm -hmm. just just a, an overwhelmingness of gratitude and especially when you just came from the third world and you're seeing so much right. of, right. of of crises and needs and then you're coming home to to family to the people that you love and also to to a place that you can call home yeah well wow, that's really really great um so first, I mean, that, that, let's talk about your trip to Southeast Asia. You, you first made a stop in Indonesia, right? And I believe this was your first time there in Indonesia. Is that correct? It is correct. Okay, awesome. And then you were at the When Heaven Invades conference, and you were with Danny Silk. Is that correct? Yes. How was that? Was that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I, I always enjoy being with my friend Danny. We Earlier this year, we were together in Norway for a week, and uh, both of us are coming I'm definitely from the paradigm of love, uh, but we have two different types, two different angles. Often I'm coming from more the apostolic and how to pull what's in heaven and then to be able to release that and for yeah. people to have an encounters uh, like the baptism of love and then going mm. in and deal with the issues of orphan spirit. And then uh, Danny in a very beautiful way going in so practically of how to live this out on a daily basis, yeah. and a marital basis with the kids and how to keep your love on and how to stay connected and mm -hmm. learning about the different love languages. So, so I think that we complement each other so well. Yeah. So it, just to be with Danny and then Paul Yaro came in from the right, Philippines. Right. And then I had the Jeff Yun with a whole team who's another son of mine. And, and they had just, they've been doing some outreaches and signs, wonders and miracles was taking place oh, but i think it was like over 20 people that came from singapore and then andy who's another son of mine andy piggott from mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, from New Zealand. He came in with a whole team. So when we were there, I mean, we probably had about 45 people on the team, which is wow. unusual for me because then the ministry time is much easier because <laughs> yeah. uh, even when we started to pray for healings and everything else, you have over 40 people that carry the DNA yeah. and all of them, they were part of uh, this amazing thing that was taking place. But wow. first of all, the place that we were at, I've never seen a screen like that. It's the biggest screen in Asia. Wow. And it is like a TV screen. Yeah. And if you saw myself up there, I'm looking like a tiny little dot compared to this huge, huge screen. So wow. I've never seen a movie screen being as clear. And uh, so, so, yeah. yeah. And, and I think for me, it was fun in many different ways because when they did the visual presentations or your videos, yeah. or even you saw yourself up there, it was just so overwhelming. Yeah. And then the building was just huge. Wow. So when we stood up there on that stage, the worship, the presence, the glory, and mm. then to see the hungry people in Indonesia, it was just tremendous. Yeah, how, how are the people in Indonesia, the the hunger that was at that conference when the, the when Heaven Invades conference, I know that um, when you go in and you teach on the baptism of love, a lot of people end up on the floor because it's a mess. Um, how, how can you describe the hunger that you walked into, um, and how can you describe the presence of God that was in that room that entire weekend. I think that one of the things that we carry now as a family and as mm -hmm. a tribe is we have a culture and the culture that we have become, the, the family culture, a culture of love, a culture of honor, a culture of trust, mm -hmm. a culture of interdependence. It's not any longer just a message. You become a message. So you yeah. teach what you know, but you reproduce what you are. So yeah. when you're up there on the stage, as I'm saying, there's impartation in what you carry. And many times when I just even describe my own journey to go from an, being an orphan, being one that performs for love, mm -hmm. being one that, that was living for love instead of from love, and just these basic things that we take for granted now that we've heard so many things, yeah. the very basic things in the orphan world is that I, I believe, now I behave, then I belong, instead of the family mm -hmm. paradigm where I belong, and because I belong, I believe, and because of what I believe, now I behave, or the orphan world I do, then I have, then I became, which is so typical Asian because of yeah. all the competition, they are competing because of, I mean, they've had the supernatural, they've had the power and everything else, and they know Jesus, they know the Holy Spirit, yeah. but now when the Father comes in and when the Father's love starts to be outpour, and when they actually have an A plus before they take the exam, and they don't have to live from pressure, mm -hmm. but they get to live from the Father's pleasure. Just some of these basic revelation of sometimes we take for granted because for me it's been 17 years that I've been practicing and talking the language of love and experiencing that love language but yeah. now when you start to speak it in that culture then suddenly you start to see the atmosphere change and people just started to weep all over the place wow. then mass deliverances started to take place wow. issues in people like set free from all kinds of addictions and problems and the screams was just coming out of the people yeah. then as waves and waves of love came in and touches the deep his root fear in their life and any of the father hunger and father deficiency and fatherlessness mm. the papa just comes in and touches those areas in their life and you can hear even the hidden core pain 
that is in the deepest part of their being is just crying out for the Father. It's like all these children that is just waiting for the Father. And when they find out how good He is and how loved they are, it was just this glorious homecoming. It was just running into the present, into the arms of that Father, and yeah. then to be embraced by Him, then to be kissed by Him, mm. then in the next moment experiencing the Father looking with the eyes of love into the eyes and seeing the faces started to glow. There was such a transformation. It was the first time in their life that they've experiencing how good he is and how loved they are. So these waves and waves of love that literally from the time we got there to the end to see the atmosphere changing. And wow. it was just, it's very difficult almost to describe mm -hmm. because it's, uh, it's so beautiful to see the hunger the, the hungry heart and the open heaven and that's what we wanted for people to experience not to have visitation but habitation yeah. with papa god yeah. and uh, not living as orphans any longer but living as beloved sons and daughters so there was i couldn't go to the bathroom there was lying <laughs> following me to the bathroom. Oh when I gosh. walked into the bathroom, people follow me. Wherever I went, people followed because they just wanted an encounter. Wow. They wanted a hug. They just wanted me to give them the look of the Father. So you couldn't go a place. There was, there was just crowds of people yeah. that just wanted to connect back again to what they were connected for. And yeah. it was connected for love and especially the love of the Father. So it was an overwhelming experience. Yeah. Um, hearing you talk about hunger and, and, and not taking the things that, that we're used to for granted, how, how could you uh, uh, describe or, or help walk someone who might be listening to this that saying, I need to have some stir in my hunger, I need to have something stirred in my heart to have more passion towards these things or to have an intimate relationship or, or an intimate connection. I know it's easy sometimes when we travel to go to conference to conference to see the hunger that stirs you up. But on somebody that doesn't, that's just listening and trying to get fed, how can they stir their hunger for more of God? I think that one of the biggest way, I mean, I, I think there's a couple of ways. The more you eat, the more hungry you become. That yeah. sounds like a kingdom paradox. <laughs> it's like myself. Pretty much all day yesterday, yeah. I was just in the Word. Yeah. I was just in the presence. But the more, I mean, hours and hours, I was in the presence. I was studying. I did it in the bathtub. I did it in my bedroom. I did it. We had time for a Hallmark movie, but mm -hmm. again, I couldn't wait just to get back again, just to be with him, because that's kind of a, when you are in a love and a, in a love relationship. But it's very difficult if you don't know how much you are loved. Mm. So that's kind of the issue. But yeah. it's like for you, Cody, I mean, you just got married right. and, and you could see even in the preparation towards the wedding and then you're getting married and now uh, you're thinking about, oh, I look forward to go home after the office uh, yeah. just to be with the one that you love. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that that's one element is you can only love him if you know how much he loves you. Mm. So we love him because he first loved us. So the first is just to getting a revelation how much he loves us and how much he wants to be with us. Mm. And when you recognize that love, it's just to return that love again back to him because mm. nobody has loved me the, the way that he has loved me. Yeah. So that would be the first one. The second way for me to maintain hunger and this is just I'm constantly stepping myself out of my comfort zone where I see the needs and the brokenness that is out there. Okay. So if that's being in church on Sunday and I'm hearing about human trafficking uh, in, in Atlanta or if I'm hearing about the homeless situation in Atlanta, that's just while I'm living here, automatically it creates hunger for me for more of him. Then I need more resources so I can be more generous. Yeah. Then I need more. So a lot of people as the same because if you do not continue to give love when you continue to live a lifestyle like us is to love people and to be able to represent love then 
it constantly brings me back again to him. I cannot give something I didn't first receive. Yeah. So when I'm living a lifestyle of going to the darkest places, the most difficult places, or to standing there with the crowds and crowds of hungry people that are there, I need to have something fresh bread to feed them. That brings me back again to the bakery. It brings me mm. back again to get fresh bread because I cannot go with stale bread. I cannot go with yesterday's bread. Yeah. It creates hunger for me when I'm constantly being out there giving blessing and even financially speaking if yeah. you just continue to give and sowing in and there are so many different needs out there that we have an opportunity to give to but i cannot give if i do not receive yeah. so part of becoming good receivers if if the individuals or even anyone that is listening is that doesn't necessarily need just to be the homeless but it could be just starting in your marriage or it could yeah. be in your home when your workplace or meeting people that are difficult to love in every situation when you then starts to just deciding i'm going to step into this equation mm. to to eventually represent love in this place now you're positioning yourself for hunger because you need something you need something more of him than what you have and wow. and love is tangible love is practical mm. now for me to be able to if i i didn't have enough love to change the environment in this cafeteria and we are singing the song when he walked into this room everything changes but i walked into starbucks and there was people i didn't notice any difference and if I have the same Jesus that was walking in the Bible where every, everything changes when he walked into the room, shouldn't everything walk into the room? It's not as a condemnation. No, it brings me into, I just want to going in and represent the same father. So when people are looking at me and they're saying, when I saw you, Cody, I saw your father. Why shouldn't the first thing when I look at your face, seeing who your father is because your face is glowing because you've been in the glowing presence of your father because what you have been whole what you've been beholding you become and now what you become is what people want yeah. and that's what happened with jesus yeah. so that was the two primary thing is yeah. for me is that i i really do believe that the hunger is going to continue to be developed the more i'm with him the more i want it's like a love relationship yeah. i just love being with my wife after 20 almost 29 years wow. i love hanging out with her i love just being with her yeah. i love being with her my kids i love being with my family i love my family i love being with my spiritual family yeah because this is what i love because i love these people and yeah. i love the way they love and they it's unconditional the love that i have towards them with all the weaknesses and everything i just love them but that also position myself i want more i need even more love i want them to experience it more and the other ones is to put myself in impossible situation where i'm putting myself in the needs of the people around me yeah. then i'm realizing that I can receive a new upgrade in love. There is more love to receive because when you do uh, walk in, did people walk in your shadow without getting healed? Yeah. That should create a jealousy. Yeah, oh, that's good. So know you're loved and then step outside of your comfort zone yeah. to see God move. That's really, really cool. You said something about um, being with spiritual family. And uh, I'm just curious because I've only seen the, the dynamic once or twice in person, but um, you said that you were with Paul Yado. Um, over in the Philippines, and and I don't know, we have a, a, a missions team missions team over there right now. Did you get to connect with anybody in Philippines while you were over there? Oh yeah, I mean, we I was with the team, with the whole team. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. We were hanging out, so Kaylee was leading the team. Oh, and, awesome. Yeah, we and we actually the last part of the trip, I just met with a whole team, and yeah. we just started to hear the stories what each one of the team members, which is a which is a, one of the greatest miracle in itself that you have about twenty people from around the world. Yeah. They're just showing up. They don't know each other. And then to see within eight, nine days, they're becoming totally one. 
how they start to love one another, how they start to honor one another. And when yeah. one person have a breakthrough, everybody have a breakthrough. Yeah. Suddenly you're realizing they're becoming a family yeah. because what's happening is actually the temperature that we have in the Filipino family, that if you even bring out strangers from the outside that are not used to this, mm -hmm. they're just coming into this temperature and their temperature changes. And then within eight, nine days, the whole team is just totally transformed yeah. by this atmosphere and this love and this honor. And it's just an amazing, amazing thing to watch and then hearing the stories yeah how their life has been changed and transformed that's so amazing I, this team and 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 paul yato and some of those people over in the philippines these are these are the this is the family that kind of sparked this family movement for you correct is this the kind of the the that team or, or some of these people like paul that just ignited the family thing and, and brought that revelation to mind as, as far as like bringing in all those people and partnering and honoring and once you do that what you can gain as the kingdom um i think that's i think that's so cool and i wanted to hear i wanted to hear a couple of testimonies because i think i didn't hear any testimony I, I don't i've never been on a mission trip before which is crazy yeah. and i need to change that and now that i i know that uh you guys are doing some in 2018 and 2019 i'm gonna be signing up because uh, kaylee's also a little peer pressured me into one so i'm like i need to do one um but did you when you were over there i just is there any testimonies or um, any crazy encounters that you that you had that you can be or that bring to remembrance? Yeah, I mean, we had bought from Indonesia and Philippines. Just, I mean, I could yeah. spend the rest of the day just telling story after story after story about individuals, of families, yeah. of business leaders of homosexuals of mm. people from other religious background that had encounters that was totally transformed people that were taken up to heaven stroke victims healed Whoa. ulcers disappearing from people's body blind eyes open up i mean story after story from both indonesia and from from the philippines but i think that a couple of my highlights one of the things and when it comes to the Philippine family, I started to father them about 12 years ago, mm -hmm. this movement. And they went from being orphans to become a family. And I became a father there to this incredible, incredible movement. Mm -hmm. And now to be able to see the third or fourth generation. And what I mean with that is that like Paul Yaro and Almira yeah. is my son, but some of their sons and then some of their sons and daughters. Yeah. And then I started to hear the story. And here's a couple of highlights for me. One of the... Uh, the guys, his name is Jeff. Mm -hmm. Jeff, from he was very young, he was horrifically abused uh, in ways that we cannot even imagine, even at the age of about five years old. Uh, all of his life, he has struggled with his whole identity. Part of that was because of the abuses, yeah. uh, but he was uh, eventually ended up as a, a transgender, a transvestite, but also cross-dresser mm. and all of those things. So he so if you see the picture, I wish we had a chance to show the picture, yeah, but if yeah. you see the picture, I mean, he looks like a, one of the most beautiful women. And yeah. eventually ended up, as I'm saying, even selling himself and everything wow. else because wow. you have devalued yourself. And then to see that, uh, so when he started to share his story and, mm. and, and, and just of his journey coming into the family and coming into the family where First of all, he was just loved. And instead of, before he said, when I met some of the Christians, they were constantly, when they recognized that, uh -huh. that he was struggling, that was pointing the finger and you need to change or you need to repent or you are wrong or you are living in sin or here's what's going to happen or you yeah. better. And then he met 
Nilo and some of our sons and some of our family and they just started to describe they accepted him they mm. loved him they brought him into the family beyond that instead of the lifestyle he was living it's not that they were condoning it they just brought him into the homes and had meals with him and started to treat him based upon his destiny not his history yeah. and over a period of time even helping him to start a little business and he does some makeup and hair and wow. some of those things and, yeah. and then some of his other friends but he started to just the more he was in the family environment more he found his place at the family table wow. and in the middle of it during this journey of nobody pointed the fingers as here's what you need to do you have to be clean to take a bath hmm. instead you're coming into an environment that changed his environment that even to the very root core even since he was five years old yeah. he thought that he was a girl and female and everything wow. else but nobody had said anything to him but he found himself and now he's found his identity. I'm a son and I'm a beloved son. And when he started to describe it, yeah. and now in Manila, we have a whole group that meets, a whole church group that is just full of homosexual, lesbians, transgender, transvestites, cross-dressers. These people are just coming together in a family environment, being just transformed into the very likeness of their father that loves them without going in and saying and here's the pointed finger yeah uh, there's one power point that points to a loving father they're just yeah. pointing towards him of who he is and then the people found their identity and when jeffrey was up there i just sat there and i wept when mm -hmm. i saw it and i saw the pictures and i heard his story and i met jeff before and mm -hmm. i met sam and many of these people that yeah. came from this lifestyle and i was just thinking about the power of family then just getting in touch. Yeah. Then there is another one named Richard. I talked about him actually 15 minutes before this program. But Richard, uh, mm. he, he left his comfort zone and all the things that he's doing with his yeah. wife. And he went to Mindanao. And that's when Mindanao is the island in the south of the Philippines where the Muslim have very strong hold. That's where ISIS came in. And just recently the mm. war was going on. Yeah. And the government even pretty much carpet bombed that whole area wow. because of the ISIS and middle of the terrorism. And it was all over the news. Wow. Horrific things that was taking place in Mindanao. They beheaded the Christians. But he just moving right into it because that's what sons and daughters of glory does when yeah. you know your identity. Yeah. And he gathered youth to come together and Verge, who's another spiritual son of ours, he just felt as they went into Mindanao that let's take 40 days and they started for 40 days both praying and worshiping going into wow. presence and they gather thousands of young people wow. they gather them together to focusing on who they are and who their father is and it's time for a change the environment change here and after 40 days of the war with the government the war stopped the 40th day of oh this and the shift happened the temperature happened and yeah. worship started to take place in Mindanao transformation started to take place now they're going to gather in the next meeting 10,000 young people oh and when I watched three four thousand of those young people to see them weeping and to yeah. see the extravagant worship and see how they were pressing in mm. I'm thinking that's my grandkids that are there and it's a whole wow. army of them changing the atmosphere wow. so again that was another one of those story that stood out to me uh, another one is the two professors in a university that just started to feed people and invite people to coming in and into their home and and then started again to restore the identity of people and when they did, people were taken up to heaven, having experiences on campus. And now transformation is happening in this university that was a, going in totally different direction. They have revival fire. Or wow. to the fishing village with all the poverty. Now, if you're going in there, you start to see hope everywhere. It's wow. transformation taking place because we have a culture, a kingdom family culture that is changing the culture. Yeah. And you're seeing the transformation. 
And probably the last one that is burning in my heart was to see, we had one person on our team from Thailand and he came on board. He was not a believer, didn't mm -hmm. believe. And he was far from being a believer. And he's been around. He's from one of the tribes in Thailand where there's only 20 people in this whole tribe among thousands and thousands that know Jesus. Wow. And four of those people came on the team. But as he was there and he was around this environment, the last meeting or team meeting had him, mm -hmm. Kaylee and I we were sitting just hearing this story from person after person. And, and he said it with a translator. He said, hey, I came here. I didn't even speak the language. Mm -hmm. I don't speak English and didn't <laughs> understand anything. But I was watching these people and I saw things I've never seen before. I was wow. watching you and I, pretty much what he says, I was watching the family. I was watching the language of love. I was wow. just around this thing. I didn't even believe in God. I didn't believe at all. But he says, no, I do believe. Oh and then gosh. we right there just got to pray with him and he invited Jesus in. And oh, then he had on. an encounter. He just felt this heat coming <clears throat> over him. He was just transformed. Nobody was trying to convert him at all. He was wow. just hanging around the family. He yeah. was so far away from God and didn't even have an image of what God could be from his culture. But you just brought him into this environment, into this culture. And then you started to see over the next few days how transformation was taking place as he was watching sick people are being healed. Wow. Miracles started to take place. Ordinary people on the team, person after person after person on our team and they have their stories that yeah, is so yeah. so great i listened to their story and i listened to the way that kaylee even just had included each one of them and yeah. they were celebrated and then i started to hear their story of what they got to see the miracle they got to experience the transformation they were able to be part of but also in the middle of it yeah. each one of them were transformed every single one on that team they are not the same they are not the same people yeah. they're just on fire you just bring them around the fireplaces and you get set on fire so uh -huh. that you can burn brightly without burning out that's so good i oh, almost sound as excited as you this morning <laughs> i don't know why almost almost <laughs> wow god that's so cool that is so cool oh that's awesome oh god that's so cool um well, I, I, I would love to keep hearing testimonies and getting my, my spirit stirred up over here, but I would love to switch gears a little bit and just ask you a little bit about what's burning on your heart right now. What What are the things that God's revealing to you? What are you kind of going after? How are you stirring your hunger, stepping out of your comfort zone, some of those things? What's going on? What's burning? I think that one of the things that I realize uh, there's so many things, Cody, that I like to be part of. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a Every single day now I got a text from me and Mar and I see a move of God's spirit there. Mm. And Benji, one of my sons, are leading that move and thousands of people. There's actually a group of about half a million people that is just now being touched by God. A whole group of people was isolated for years. And then I get in from Pakistan, then I get from Iran, then I get from Indonesia. It's almost every single day. And, yeah. and then, but then people want more. People said, Leif, we need something more of this. And yeah. I can feel the hunger we want more. Paul Yaro and I talked on the phone. Yeah. He's in Norway, which excites me. He's in my <laughs> home country. He's in some of those state church churches that was pretty dry. And they are out in the spirit, experiencing the glory in Norway. Wow. So here, one of my Filipino sons goes to Norway. <laughs> and then men in Norway is having encounter with God. And I'm just Come so on. overwhelmed. So I'm saying all of that to say that we feel that the next level that we are stepping into right now. Mm. Uh, it's been at least in the last year where I'm saying, okay, God, uh, we need to do twice as much yeah. in the nations. We need to do twice as much in America. We need to do twice as much, but I can't do it 
with the energy level, not because of age or anything else. I just need to do with half as, half as much fuel. Yeah. And there's a couple of things. One of them is just, we have some partners that are stepping in that has given me the opportunity to go to the darkest places in the world, as well as raising up this kingdom family movement. Yeah. But that kingdom family movement is in 22 countries right now, and wow. it is moving. Revival fire is burning. Yeah. So how can we help them continue to burn yeah. and to burn brightly without burning out, but then also with that fire spread in the wind so it can spark fires because we have about another 90 nations open up for this. Wow. So then I feel like this overwhelmingness yeah. that it seems like the whole world wants this right now. Yeah. And one of the things that excites me very much is uh, we've starting something called Convergence. I feel like I've spent the last pretty much 30 years of my life on three specific areas that I've been drilling deep. Yeah. And this is where I'm at in my personal journey. All day yesterday, I was just drilling for wisdom. Mm. Because uh, what would wisdom do? What what would wisdom do in this situation? Yeah. What would, would life would full of wisdom? How would that look like? Yeah. So I was looking at my past and the present and the future. But this time I was looking with the eyes of wisdom. With wisdom, how do we do this? Mm. And one of the things we do is something we call it. I mean, actually, people can go and pre-sign right now on www.myconvergence.com. Dot TV. Right. So one of the things I feel we are able to do is in the area of love, power, and wisdom. Mm. That's who Jesus was. He was full of love, he was full of power, and he was full of wisdom. Mm. And I want every single person in this world, I want every one of the 7.5 billion people in this world, I want everybody in people's workplace, everyone in the hospital, everyone in the prisons, I want everyone in the government, including in the White House, to know yeah. how good God is and wow. how loved they are. So I want to just for people to, when people are coming to me, they have encounters, they have experiences, it's almost like they get a first date. Yeah. And now I have thousands and thousands of people, including on our Facebook, we want more. We want more. That's kind of what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How can we get more love? Yeah. How can we get more power so that we can be able to do these things that we experience now in the Philippines? And how can we grow in power? Yeah. And how can we tap into wisdom? Because yeah. in any situation, people say, I, I can't go on this trip because I don't have money. Yeah. I don't know how to pay the bills. Right. Well, I don't know. It's just a little bit wisdom away and we can solve these issues. Mm -hmm. So I've decided those three wells that I've been drilling and I'm still drilling deeper. Love and then power and wisdom, three wells. 30 years I've been going deep into those three wells. Wow. Now I want to take these buckets of water from that, or more love so that you, Cody, can get more love. Yeah. What would take you 10 years, that's yeah. what's happening with people, can suddenly be accelerated. Yeah. And I want you to step into convergence lifestyle, mm. in your marriage, yeah. in your home, when you go to work, whatever you do is for you to have more love, more power and more wisdom. Yeah. And so that's what we've been working on this year. The little time I have on the side, that's what starts burning in. Yeah. Me. Yeah. How can I then bring in thousands of people in churches and businesses all over the world, yeah. including I just met with some billionaires, some other super wealthy people. How does love, power and wisdom look like? How does kingdom wealth look like from love, power and wisdom? Yeah. How do you get a word of knowledge to start another business? We don't have to have word of knowledge to heal an elbow or yeah. a back problem. But yeah. why not to start another business? Yeah. Because one idea from God changes everything. Yeah. So we wanted to release the fullness of that. Yeah. And the way we're going to do it is once a week, and I've already finished the first love series, and it's so exciting, mm -hmm. it's receiving. 
And yeah. even for the people that are out there just thinking about receiving, receiving love, you cannot give something you didn't receive. So we take them on a four week journey to receive, to receive, to receive love. Yeah. And they're getting to receive it more and more and more. And then we are interviewing, like the first one is Heidi Baker. Oh, and just guy. that interview blew me away. I sat and wept through half of it wow. because it was encounter even just to be on the screen with her, yeah. interviewing her. But then I'm bringing in, so we're digging into the people that have become this message. So the, the, the thing that I'm able to give people that is different than if you buy my book or you go on YouTube right, is right. that here you have access to me yeah. and I'm sharing the secrets and the journeys and the processes, which is very helpful for me because I get to go and dig deep within. Right. Where did you get this from? Yeah. Why do you do what you do? Yeah. How do you receive this love to be able to take it? to the darkest places. So right. everyone now have an opportunity to take their bucket and going in and drink from that. Wow. And then we take them on a journey of power. Mm -hmm. Because even if you have love and you love people and everything, but if you don't have the power to do something about it, it yeah. leads to a broken heart. Wow. So we need a love, but we need a power. Yeah. And then you receive power for four weeks and then you meet somebody can activate them in power. Wow. That also takes them on a daily journey for those four weeks. Yeah. And then we take them into wisdom. Mm. But then we bring them into convergence yeah and it's just phenomenal so i'm sensing this burning fire we're gonna have a lot of fun with it yeah one yeah. day i'm gonna be a chef and i'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cook a little chef's bit of love in here a little, little chef's table yeah. we're gonna taste for the sweetness of love but then we're gonna sprinkle a little bit of wisdom into this because it's a little bit too sweet right yeah. now we need a little yeah. bit more wisdom but we need some power some spices in there <laughs> and then we're gonna cook so it's all these creative ways for people to become and to live just like Jesus because wow. he said as I am so are you and yeah. that's my biggest dream for every single individual to be able to represent the father by living and loving like Jesus full of love full of power full of wisdom first receiving it yeah. then becoming it then we take him on a four-week journey how do you become love how do you become wise how do you become powerful and then how to release it yeah. how do we manifest love, power, and wisdom in a daily lifestyle. Yep. And then we take them on a journey deeper. And yeah. this is just a cycle that just continue. Receive, become, release. Receive, become, release. And this is going to start to take place. So that what excites me then from Philippines to Indonesia, to Nigeria, to yeah. Norway, to Cuba, all over America, churches, schools of ministry, they can tap into this. Yeah. And everybody can have an upgrade by joining us on this beautiful convergence journey. So we will even put it on the yeah. on the screen here, but www.myconvergence.tv. And we are launching this in January. And I'm not saying that for commercial. This is just yeah. for the people that here is a simple tool. If you want to continue to grow, uh, you can maybe be on a level eight yeah. in power yeah. and you can grow to nine. Yeah. Or you may be on a level five in love and you just need to move to six or seven and the yeah. higher level, all of us can become because he loves us just the way we are, but he refuses for us to stay that way because he wants us to be just like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I encourage anybody that's listening right now to, to go go ahead and go over to myconvergence.tv and, and, and check out what what platform Leif is talking about. And, and if you're if you're stirring your hunger up as you're listening to this podcast, if you're if you're wanting more and, and wanting to tap into these deep wells that that fathers in, in our faith have, have gone after. I want you to just go over there, check this out. And um, yeah, as we as we close today, Leif, I would love for you to just pray over everyone listening about stirring their hunger and also just digging deep and tapping into the wells that are deeper. 
and just stirring that thing that that says we want more mm-hmm. we want more yeah. we want more yeah. so yeah i'm just release you to do that mm. yeah. father we're just getting so overwhelmed we're getting so overwhelmed by jesus who jesus is but also who we are in jesus I'm asking that even right now that we're going to get so overwhelmed by you and by the presence of Jesus, by the presence of the Holy Spirit, by the presence of our Father, that nothing else can overwhelm us. And I'm asking also even right now, I'm sensing in my own life that there's just been a whole new renewal. There's been such a refreshing. It's just sensing that revival fire that is burning in me. And I remember 22 years ago, the first time the fire came. And now I think after 22 years, the fire is still burning after all these years. But the fire now starts to spread. And I'm even releasing the fire as people are hearing the words. I just released that the very fire the fire, the flames of love, the flames of love. Let us just touch people so their hearts were set on fire and every single person will wake up in the morning full of passion, full of presence, full of power, full of purpose, getting so overwhelmed. So Father, just create in us this hunger because the only way we can continue to maintain hunger is to realize <laughs> what kind of a fresh bread that you have. Do not let us get satisfied by just surviving when we can be thriving. And I'm asking even at this very moment, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit and wow, just touch every single individual. And I just even felt with a lot of people in this area where the enemy is trying to wear you out. And I'm just, I just release at this very moment. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Thank you for the hard work of rest. Thank you that resting is receiving. I thank you that resting is reigning. And we receive your rest. And I'm asking also, Father, for anyone that are struggling with regrets from the past, or shame or guilt, or even disappointments, or perhaps lack of forgiveness. I just even ask at this very moment that we will just come to you. And he says, come to me. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. So that was double for your trouble. Lay down. Receive from him his freedom, his forgiveness, his joy, his peace, his love, his power comes from him. And even in this season, as we're looking into the future, many of us, even as we're looking into the future, it can be a little bit overwhelming when we see the future. Father, even at this very moment, I just ask that we're going to live in the presence today. And we're going to live fully today. As we look and glance into the future, it's full of hope because you are in the future. You are in the future. You are eternal and you are part of our future. You've been faithful so far and we have so much to be grateful for. But I thank you that there is not going to be any fear in regard to the future because you say, I'm not, never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. So I release at this very moment, grace, grace, grace. From this very day on, there's not going to be good days or bad days, only grace days. Mm. Sometimes it's going to be the grace to enjoy and sometimes the grace to endure. But I just release grace, grace, grace to be in you and upon you that you have God's ability on a daily basis to live full 
and one day you will die empty. But every day you're going to live full in the fullness of what God has for you. So good morning, Holy Spirit. This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. So I bless every listener. Let even the ears be set on fire as they can sense in the fire that is burning in me. Let it just spread so they can hear, so they can see, and they can understand. I bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless your family. I bless your finances. I bless your health. I just bless your destiny, the very destiny over your life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen. Well, to everybody listening, thank you for joining us for another uh, episode of Kingdom Family Talks. If you would like to know more about the platform Convergence, like we said before, please go to myconvergence.tv or you can go on to www.globalmissionawareness.com for more resources, more information, and uh, more fire. So thank you for listening. Thank you.